Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode on a Thursday night of The Heart of a Villain, the podcast and live stream devoted to the Bearded Villains Worldwide Brotherhood and the lives they are changing all over the world. Tonight, guys, on this Thursday night, it is the 30th, the last one, the 30th of March, 2023, last episode of March. We're going into April. I can't believe it already. Tonight, with episode 171, we have a special guest I'll be bringing in in just a couple minutes from Miami. I've been teasing it all all week long, and uh, I've been waiting for our schedules to jive up, because after I kind of teased about it a few weeks back, after we talked a little bit about, you know, delved into that question about what's your why, what's what's your why that drives you about uh, being a part of Bearded Villains about this brotherhood. Um, what's the why that pushes you? That pushed you to want to be a part of it. What's the why that pushes you? Continues to push you. Um, what What are the things that you want to do within your community? And I got to thinking. There's a brother uh, who spearheads an effort down in Miami, and uh, goes by the name of Danny. And uh, he has he has been he and his boys, and he will be the first to tell you it's just not him. But uh, that chapter down there has been doing some amazing things for a very long time and has been a, um, a great example of what you can do when you put your mind to things. And so in, in, the, in the effort of that, in the effort of positivity, we're, we're living in an area right now, in a time where guys that are a part of this brotherhood have questions they're questioning themselves. They're questioning whether they want to they want to be a part of this. They're questioning why. They're, there's all sorts of different questions out there, and it rolls back to positivity. I think it rolls back to why do you want to do this thing? Right? Um, there was a reason why you wanted to do it in the beginning, and as times change, you have to you have to reevaluate what you're doing. And I think our guest tonight is going to do a really great job of answering some of these questions. We've had some people have sent in questions, and then I have some others as well, and I know we're going to have a great discussion with him about that. So we're going to be talking about that stuff. Uh, I want to say hello to the people here live uh, who are watching us live, everybody that's at least in the comment section, as I always do real quick before I bring Danny in. Uh, got to say hello to Joe B. <laughs> these names on these things are cracking me up sometimes. <laughs> Uh, Joe B. Shy Villain. Um, Christian is here hanging out with us. Mars is also here hanging out with us. Uh, let's see who else we got. Dave Ramsey is here. Uh, Rev Nick, how you doing? How you doing? I know we got a bunch of other people in here live with us, but uh, they're not commenting, and that's great. Uh, no big deal. Uh, they're just here to listen and hopefully gather some stuff. Now, as we go, through this uh, through this interview here, I have no idea. This is going to be a twenty minute in twenty minute conversation with Danny, or if this is going to be a longer one. We'll we'll just see. We're going to kind of go like we're just chilling uh, and just just talking about life, talking about um, talking about what you want to do to better yourself, better your communities, and different things. All positivity. We know there's a lot of negative ways that we can take things, and we can do a lot of criticizing of a whole lot of stuff, but that's not what we're about here tonight because uh, that does us no good. It does us absolutely no good to do that. So we're going to push through. But I just want to real quick bring in the guest for tonight. 
You know him down at the 305. Danny, how you doing tonight, bud? Oh man, how you doing, BP? I'm fantastic, man. I'm I'm it's been it's been a long time since I had you on this thing. We were in the we we were in the infancy of this here show when, when we first brought you in here. Yeah, man. It's just I'm a busy man. <laughs> you you are. You are. You are. Try my best, man. But I'm happy to be here. Definitely I'm happy to be here. And I'm happy about the subject at hand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we're also going to be talking a little teaser to about us. There's, there's a little bit of an event that you guys might be hosting uh, in in less than a month. And (laughs) I don't, it doesn't matter if it it was supposed to be. I don't, I don't think we've gotten much uh, publicity about it, but there is an (laughs) event going on down here, you know, that represents the brotherhood, but we'll leave it at that. (laughs) Yeah. There, there is an event and, uh, Suffice to say, Miami doesn't do anything small, as you guys know. Uh, if you've ever been to anything that they do, it could they they could have a garage sale and it wouldn't be small. So, uh, <laughs> but we'll get into that, man. Uh, for, uh, yeah. Well, thanks so much again for uh, taking some time out. I know you're an extremely busy guy, but um, I, I think as as you and I have talked uh, kind of one to one before uh, many times, you you never apologize for your words. You never have to, you never feel like you have to, you always speak from the heart. And if somebody's out of line, if something's out of place, you speak from that heart and you, you don't hesitate to uh, tell somebody the truth, tell somebody, you know, what it is, what, what they need to do, what they need to change or what needs to, to potentially change. So um, that's why I think you're a perfect uh, person to have a guest on tonight. Absolutely. I mean, I, People might think that I do it, you know, only to the uh, to the top top man up top, but I do it with my own guys, man. Um, and I've I've kicked out guys from my own club because they just weren't fitting what we want to do. And it's nothing personal, man. But we got into this for for a specific reason. We promised that we were going to do something, and if you're going to make that promise, I'm going to hold you to it, just like I hold myself to it. Um, there's been times my guys call me out on my bullshit too. I don't get I don't get on my, my feelings about it. It's those are the kind of people you want to have around you, and I've called out plenty of brothers that I'm still cool with, um, and they understand that that's just who I am, yeah. and I'm gonna hold you to the fire because at the end of the day, we all got this shit tattooed on us, bro, and I need you to I need you to represent it the right way because I'm walking around with the same tattoo that you're representing, and if you're not upholding that the right way, I'm gonna let you know that. Like to me, that's it's it's not a game. Like I I, I put my heart and soul into this. I've lost relationships with women because of this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm 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 a hundred percent in this, ten toes down. So I take it serious, man. I do. Yeah, yeah, it, it, and <laughs> that's the perspective that I think a lot of people need to to take with this because as as I said at the beginning. Guys, guys get into um, this this villain life, uh, this brotherhood for a variety of different reasons, and everybody has their own story, their own what you'd call an origin story, whatever you want to call it, uh, their reason for finding um, villains, and it's everybody's everybody's why is is completely different. Uh, many of them are are somewhat similar in in part of their scope, but everybody's is different, and um, I know we've talked. A little bit at length, way back when, in that f- whatever that episode was, eight or whatever it was that I had you on, and we talked a little bit about 
Keep your number. <laughs> we, we we talked a little bit about your uh, your story as far as how you came into um, Bearded Villains way back when and and found it. But let's so if anybody wants to go back and listen to that, let's do that. I don't want to rehash that whole story, but um, I I did want to ask because some time has passed now, and you guys have really done some pretty amazing things and um, as a, as a chapter. Um, in the eight years that you guys have been around. Um, but for you personally, I, I did want to ask, um, what? how would you say that being a part of Miami Villains has changed your life? <laughs> a, a loaded question. I know. Uh, how has it changed my life? It's changed my life in so many ways, BP. Um, I've become a more understanding person. Uh, I've become, believe it or not, a lot more calm. Um, I, I reach out. I, I lean on my guys a lot. Um, coming from where I come from, the background that I have, uh, I didn't trust anybody. You know, um, I, I come from from I come from the streets. You know, like I raised myself since I was nine years old. My mom and dad were always working, so I was always fending for myself. Um, but I, I've I've come to trust, even though it's burned me a lot. Um, I've come to trust my guys and, 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 and I believe in them and they give me my purpose. My guys are my purpose. I, I said it at our eight year anniversary. You know, I, I've watched them become better men. I've watched them become better husbands, better fathers. Um, and honestly, it's made me a better man because I want, I wanted to walk away from being captain. You know, a lot of guys in this brotherhood want to be captain so bad. And it's the only reason why they're in it. And, I've tried to walk away from being captain and my guys won't let me. And to be honest with you, I thank them for it because at the end of the day, them believing in me made me believe in myself. Um, so I've become a better business owner. I've become a better leader. I've become a better brother. I've become a better, you know, all around man because of this. So it's the reason why I'm so passionate about it, why I defend it, why I want so many other brothers around the world to become that person, to become that leader take the initiative, not want to fall in line with said person's way of being because there's so much more of a broad way of doing this and becoming so much more that I want that for everybody, you know, from Chicago to LA, you know, all the way to Belgium, Germany. I want all my guys to be set in a way where even if you're not the captain, I want you to find somebody that you believe in and make them become a better leader because it's not just about me being the leader. It's about my guys that have made me a better leader. You know, them telling me, hey, man, we believe in you. That That's that's a hell of a thing to hear from another man. And I want that for so many others because of what we've been able to impact in our community. So if you ask me how, how it's changed me, it's just made me want what I have for everybody else. If that's the best way I can, I can put it to you, because what these guys down in Miami have given me is, is a purpose. Yeah. I, yeah, that's very well said. What I, I, I laugh because uh, it's the story that you hear a lot of times from guys that have been captain for so long. I tried <laughs> to step down. They won't let me, you know, <laughs> you, you hear that a lot, but I think that does. <laughs> I think though that that does speak 
that does speak volumes to uh, the respect that is given to you uh, for your leadership skills and the way that you are currently leading that you have led uh, in the past and, and their confidence in you leading them into the future. Um, where, where do you think, because you said you learned early on, you had to, I mean, nine years old, you had to take care of yourself. Where, where did that leadership, that leadership ability kind of manifest itself? Um, well, like you said, like I told you, you know, I had to, I had to start defending for myself when I was, when I, when I was nine years old, I had to learn how to wash clothes, all of that. But the leadership quality really came in, you know, when I was in the streets, I never, my, my brother was very adamant about me never joining a gang or anything like that. So I never did. Um, and, and I was very like, my biggest thing as a kid was never to disappoint my brother. Sorry about that. I got a call. Okay. Um, but my biggest thing was not to disappoint my brother. Um, so when I got my first real job, you know, once I left the streets, um, I owe a lot of my leadership to, to a man by the name of Louis Toledo, who gave me the opportunity to have a, a real job and at one point fired me, which is the reason why I have my business now. He told me, he's like, hey, look, Danny, you're, you're too smart for this. And even when I was in the streets, all, all my boys would tell me, like, hey, look, the reason why we follow you is not because we're scared of you. Because if you see all my friends, well, if you see my guys now, they're three times bigger than me. <laughs> so, so it's definitely not that they're scared of me. <laughs> but they always told me, look, man, you're, you, it's just the way you are. You, the way you move, you're smarter than most of us. So it's it's we want to do what you want to do. So it's one of those things where you don't, it's uncomfortable to hear that but you got to appreciate it. Um, so that when I got fired and, and he told me, look, start your own business. You're capable of doing this shit. Just whatever you learned in these streets is it, apply it the same way. The way you've been applying it here, apply it in your business. And I, I took it and ran with it. Um, and a couple of years later, I, I ran into bearded villains, um, and the first meeting that we had, uh, I, I didn't want to be the captain. I didn't because I had just started my business. So I gave, you know, I gave a speech because leaders lead. Yeah. You know, that it's always going to be. But I, I was very adamant. Like, hey, look, I told Ray, I don't want to be captain. You know, you be captain with. I'm not going to say the other guy's name because it's not even worth it. But point is, those two other people. Um, but at the end of the day, I was still in the shadows telling Ray, hey, man, this is the way we should do it, and da 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 And then it just came to a point where the guys came to me, and they were like, hey, look, you know, the guy, because Ray was co-captain at the time, the guy leading this, we don't want to follow him. You're the one doing everything. And I was like, no, but, you know, give it a chance. And it just got to the point where they all kind of surrounded me, and they were like, hey, either you become captain or we're walking away. Wow. I had a vision for this. Like, I, like from the moment, anytime I do something, I have a vision from beginning to end. doesn't matter what it is. I, I have it all mapped out in my brain. Whether it goes that way or not, obviously some things change. But I had it mapped out. I'm like, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm going to change my city. I'm going to do all of this. I'm going to help people. I said it in our first meeting. Like, I want to be able to impact our city. So I had to make the choice at that point. Like, it's either I 
take the take the you know the leadership position and risk my business or risk bearded villains in my life and at the beginning it was so young like i was like man is it even worth it um but as you can see right now it, it was so i've always been forced into a leadership position um and it was because other people believed in me mm-hmm. so i've been blessed in, in that sense um i just never took it lightly when when another man tells you yo i believe in you i don't think you should ever take that lightly i think you should respect it and, and make sure you don't fail them. yeah no that's wow yeah that's i mean that's pretty powerful stuff when you hear that from somebody and um there's you have that fear of i don't want to let somebody else down um, i live live with that fear every day of my life <laughs> I bet. I'm sure you do now. Uh, you set a, you set a bar so high. You kind of you kind of have that now. Let me. Let, yeah. Let Let me ask you this. Um, for people, this is and this is just kind of a fun fun little side question. Uh, not as deep as as we've already gotten so far. But when when somebody comes to you and says, uh, and believe it or not, this is a question that I've heard other villains struggle with. Um, and it's it's weird because it seems like if you ask this question, sometimes people are looking for the perfect answer rather than the answer answer. Um, and that would be how how do you describe in your case? How do you describe what the Miami villains are to those who don't know? To the, to those that aren't in the brotherhood, you mean? Yeah, I mean if you're if somebody asks if somebody sees a tattoo or a shirt or something, what what are the Miami villains? I can do this all day because I have to do it so often at our events. Yeah, <laughs> we're a we're a group of men that came together um, with one goal, and that's to help as many people as we possibly can through our through our charity. Um, we had a belief, um, and that belief was to impact our city as much as we can, and we took up on the name villains to kind of show people that that word isn't what people think. I mean, the, the moment they see us, they think we're bad people because of the tattoos, the beards, in our case, the chains, the cars, whatever it is. Um, but the moment, and everybody says this, the moment we have a conversation with you guys, it's all the guards are down. Like, Because if there's one thing that I've taught my guys is you better be ready to speak to somebody. Like, you better be ready to tell our story. You better know what our background is. And you better not embarrass us because if you're part of this, you better know what it is we do and you better not look stupid doing it because that's the difference between a sponsor, a donation, a radio interview, somebody telling somebody else about us. It's, it's the three, it's the three foot rule. You better be telling anybody that's three feet around you what it is that we are Mm. and what it is because that's the difference in impacting another life. So if, if you're asking me what it is that Miami villains are, we are a bunch of men trying to impact our city the best way we can and leave a legacy behind that will ring from generation to generation. You know, it's, it's a simple, it's a simple thing, but it's, it's not something that you hear many guys say. Well, when you talked about the three foot, when you talked about, I, I, it's it's a powerful statement to say that your guy every one of your guys should be able needs to not not 
can, but they need to be able to know your history, tell your history. You don't, you don't want, you know, even the guy that's been in for a year, you don't want him to be like, if somebody comes up to him and says, Hey, uh, what, what are you guys, what, what are you all about? Well, we're, that comes, we're, that comes, that comes from learning too. Yeah. You know, BPP, there has been a, I'm going to give you a story. I'm not going to name the guy. I'm sure he's watching it right now. Cause he's, he's one of our adamant, you know, uh, members, but there was a time we were at a Panthers game, Florida Panthers game, hockey game. We were being honored because of what we do, right? And we were all sitting in a certain spot, and a family asked one of our members what it is that we're about. And the problem is that there was a certain time where it was always, oh, where's Danny? We got to, oh, well, let me bring you to Danny. So exactly, Danny yeah. And you can't do that. Maybe they leave. Maybe they're looking at you like, well, how do you not know what you're a part of? And I'm listening to him stumble over it, and and it just got me so mad, BP. Oh. It got me mad, and I turned around calmly, and this is what <laughs> this is how I've changed. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I turned around, I, I calmly explained what we were, and then once that family left, I, I mean, I did, I, I tore them a new one, but nicely. I told them, "How the fuck are you going to be a part of something and not know what we are?" But I took that as a learning experience. So now we have a historian in our in our club, and every new guy that comes through has to go see Vic, and Vic explains to them what they are. And Vic will ask them random questions and put them on the spot. Hey, man, what did we do this year? Hey, what, when did we accomplish this? And that's the kind of stuff that there's going to be plenty of growing opportunities. And you can either talk shit to each other, which is fine, but what's after that? Are you going to learn from it? Are you going to be like, okay, that can't happen again? And we always make sure we make a mistake one time. But from that one time, we're going to make sure that something is put in place so that it never happens again. Yeah. I Wow. I, lo- I, lo- I love that I'm even learning stuff tonight uh, from you uh, as far as, you know, structure and, and the way that – because I don't know – I mean, maybe it's happening. Maybe maybe there's other chapters out there that that have you know a variety of different ranks, and they have somebody in a place that's considered a historian. But that's not something I've heard of other chapters doing, and it's um, it's vital. Um, it's a vital it's a vital piece if you think about it. Um, it answers all those questions that you might have about why. You know, how, what do you want your guys to say and explain yourself? If you don't, by having that position there, you guys have set yourself up for success for that, just that simple interaction that you're talking about. Yeah, that's, that's again, the reason why we're so successful is because we have people like Harley Davidson sponsoring us, because we have people like Wall coming out and donating $100 per beer trim. And the reason why things like that happen is because we talk to the people around us because when somebody sends an email, they're not waiting for Danny to reply to it. It's we have three guys in, in place to answer emails and each one of those three guys is going to be able to answer that email. You know, everybody has a task in this club. You know, yeah. my task is, to, but my task isn't to do everything. There was a time that I was doing everything. I mean, it led to me having a minor stroke for God's sake, you know, I was doing so much that it, it, it put me in the hospital and, and 
it got to a point, you know, my second in command is J-Mo, but the guy that does so much more to help me and J-Mo out is Gio, and Gio just, if it wasn't for Gio, he's basically the firewall to me and J-Mo, you know, he does so much, and he puts guys in, in line, but we also have, you know, people look at the rank enforcer, and they think, and I don't get us wrong, you've seen us go out, and you see how we move when we're out, and yeah, they are enforcers, but it's more to protect the brand. Mm. We've never been in a bar fight. You know, we've been close to it, but those are the people that defuse it because at the end of the day, we have a name to protect. Right. Right. These enforcers also, I, I put a certain amount of guys under these enforcers so that the guys can go to the enforcers and tell them, hey, man, this is my situation. And then the enforcer comes to me because if not, I'm going to have 40 guys coming in. So structure is everything and anything, whether it be a business, whether it be in military, whether it even be in gangs, it, it's structure is everything. And yeah. if you don't have that in place and people don't respect chain of command, you're going to have chaos. Yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's, um, I, I think, I think one of the things that's, um, the structure and the organization leads that you guys have leads you to all the success that you guys do have within the community and the, uh, the way that you're, that you're able to set a goal, um, especially involving charity stuff and succeed through that goal. Uh, even in, in you, and you even said before, sometimes far beyond what you thought you could do. Um, but talking about that for a second, um, when you're talking about like positivity in the community, um, can you talk for a second about what are some of the roadblocks that you guys have? Because one of the one of the things that I think people are going to be able to pull away from this interview, hopefully, is we have you guys are obviously one of the oldest chapters, and we are the um, the the bar that is set, and it's not that you're you're setting an intentional bar for others to follow. You're setting a bar for you guys to follow, um, and that you guys do, but. Both, both. Yeah, I would say both. But but what what it what it ends up happening is is that other guys see what you guys do, and they see the example that's set, uh, and they want to be they want to. They, sometimes they're lost, and they don't know how to start, how to do the you know. So if you could for a second talk about, if you can think of any of the any roadblocks that you guys have have. Uh, stumbled across in your on your way to trying to achieve the the, the goals that you have. Um, all right, so at this point, what guys need to be focusing on, and, and it's the one thing I tell people um, or any villain that comes up to me, you got to focus on your community. Um, if you notice, you know, back in the days we were big on merch. We still are, right? Um, but our merch mostly sells in Miami. We're not posting it on, on IG the way we used to. We used to go crazy on IG, but realistically now there's so much merch going on within the brotherhood where it's become this, I don't know if it's a competition or what it is. At this point, I don't What you got to worry about is setting the tone in your own community. And what I mean by that is you got to go, we go to farmer's markets. We go to uh, bike events. We go to... Uh, barber events we go we go to all of these events and we make sure we set up a booth right 
Sometimes we won't make any money. Sometimes we'll kill it. And the problem is that a lot of these people don't understand. You're going to have to be sitting there for about six, seven hours. Probably go home with a hundred bucks sometime. How many of you guys are willing to sit there all day, go home with a hundred dollars? So it's, it's, it's painful sometimes, demoralizing. It is. But you have to have that end goal, right? Um, We've always wanted to be the big sticker. That was our biggest goal on our whiteboard, right? I have whiteboards that I keep goals on, and my guys do too. In life and in you know in club, the biggest goal we had was we want to be the big sticker. We don't want to be the people that collect the money and hand it to Make-A-Wish or hand it to the American Cancer Society. No, we want to be the nonprofit because we're already a 501c, so we're collecting funds for villain wish and we're going to do the work. So we became the big sticker and then Harley Davidson, Wall, those are the, now they're the little stickers on the, you know, we call it big sticker because if, if you look at a, a, at a, you know, a propaganda, you always got the big sticker at the top and then you got the little stickers, right? So that's what we wanted to become and that's, that's the goal. So what do you have to do? You got to go to these small events. You got to talk to people. You got to let, let them know what you're about. You got to team up with people like, hey, man, let me come to your event. Or, hey, man, let's let's work together. Maybe do, you know, cuts for the homeless. And you got a bunch of barbers in your local community to come out with you. All of these things that start building a rapport in your community. And now they're coming out to your events. And now you're no longer going to events. Now you're throwing events. Now it's a BV event. And now these people are coming to your event. And now you can charge for your event. And now, now you're making money, right? Now you're now you're starting to have people pay at the door. Now you're having, you know, different type of things. You know, we now what's the next step? Going to local businesses and partnering up with them. What did we do with Unbranded? We went to Unbranded. We're like, hey, look, man, we always have meetings here. Let's make a beer under our name. Give us a dollar per beer. I mean, we're gonna drink plenty of beers anyways. Why not slap a sticker on it? Have our name on it. And we get and we get a, a portion of the proceeds towards our foundation. Not only does it get our foundation money, but it gets our foundation out there because now people that aren't even part of the beer community are drinking it. What do we do sometimes? We'll have events that unbranded, and if you buy a shirt, we'll buy you a beer. Now instead of making ten dollars on the shirt, we'll make two dollars on the shirt. But now you're drinking our beer. So you got to have these ideas of it's not going to be hitting the mark every single time but you're setting the pace you know you're laying it brick by brick by brick by brick and next thing you know you have a house but people got to be ready to lay those bricks and understand that you're going to go home with your hands all dirty and fucked up sometimes and not get paid and you got to be okay (laughs) oh man so many people out there need to hear those words i even me um i'm guilty of that too where you see you see the the big prize and you think we want to you know you hold an event and you're like the the whole thing that you're doing is you're working you're working endlessly for that that one big event and it's your one big event for the year and this is this is something that I think is is really important and it goes against what you the mindset goes against what you said but yet your your way of thinking makes so much more sense than what 
the typical approach is, and that is you have one event a year, and that's your big event. And this is this is probably eighty percent of the chapters out there do this. Uh, my 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 own chapter included. Uh, we don't just have one thing that we do, but many do, and it's the the one chapter a year, and or the one chapter event a year, and that's your big event to raise money for X Y Z organization, and. If you don't raise enough money, you feel so down about it, and you, all your eggs are in that basket. But yep. as you said, you have to be willing to do the little stuff where you may not make any money during the over the course of the year, and it's it's building blocks, like you said. Ah, man, it needs to be a bit. It needs to be a big ass t shirt. This is this is eight years of this shit, though. You know what I mean, like. We were doing this, we've been doing this since the jump, like day one, going to barber events, not making a damn dollar, going to, man, we were surrounded by outlaws at one point at an event because we went to a biker event, for God's sake, like, but we were in the, we were in the trenches doing what we had to do, learning, you know, getting cuts, getting scars, getting bruises, and, but learning, learning from it, we'd raised $35,000 in the middle of COVID, BP, in the middle of COVID, when people didn't want to have a world meet because they didn't know if people were going to fly out. And we raised $35,000. We didn't even think we were going to do that. But that's years and years and years of putting work in our community where our community was like, oh, they're throwing an event? We're fucking out there. And not only our community, but the brotherhood was like, wait a minute, y'all going to take on the world meet in the middle of COVID? How the fuck? Yeah. You know, like, I saw my brothers in Chicago. They were like, man, they don't want to give us a, a fucking a spot to throw the event. And I, and I know how hard it was to already throw a world meet because we already threw one, you know? And we only raised $5,000 in that. And there was no type of plague going on and shit. So I was, you know, I'm, I'm watching my brother. And, and if there's a chapter we're close to, it's Chicago. Like, I, I love those guys. And to see them, like, stressing, and I'm like, yo, I can't, I can't let my boys, like, I got to do something. And I told them, like, what was it, like six months before fucking the world meet? I was like, hey, they were like, D, I don't think we're going to be able to do it. I was like, yo, I got you. I fucking got you. Like, that's it. I'm going to take it. And and whatever happens, happens. But we have to have a fucking world meet. And you guys can have it next year. Yeah. And I'll fight. I'll fight Fred for it. If he doesn't want to give it for a little bit, he kind of, like, pushed back. Like, no, it's got to go. You know, Europe was like, no, we've we, we, we been waiting for this forever. And I was like, no, nah, man, Chicago... They've been busting their ass for this shit. You can't take this from them. Right. But we cannot not have a world meet. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things where it's years and years and years of busting our ass in, in our in our community and also busting our ass in the brotherhood where it was always going against the grain. The reason why merch exists is because we made illegal merch. <laughs> and got our ass thrown through the fucking fire. I was fucking up for a vote in the board to be kicked out in Vegas. And I came home from Vegas on the board. <laughs> so like, but that's the type of shit we do here. Like it's, it's, we see the bigger picture and it's like, Hey man, we might be going through shit right now, but it's, there's a reason why we're doing this. And if there's a example of that, it's, it's, it's that world's me where everybody came together, not only the brotherhood, but our community to back us. And that's when we were like, yo, all these fucking days we went home eating shit sandwiches, we finally get to eat the steak. Yeah. But you got to be willing to do that, though. 
can't. You got to be able to eat a whole lot of shit sandwiches. You got to be willing. To, <laughs> and that's that's the thing. And it's funny. The as I, I got I got to bring in a comment here from uh, from Mars. He, you know, he says sacrifice, sacrifice, and he says we've forgotten what this means. Yes, and it's that's what it is. You have to be willing to put in all the crap, all that shit stuff that happens first, and all those baby steps. And if you're not willing to do that, you can't expect to one day turn around and have all these other successes. And it's it's a very easy trap to get into because because the villains are a ever evolving thing. It's it's always changing. It's always living. It's always growing. It's it has its ebbs and flows. There's new chapters popping up. There's old chapters disappearing. There's brothers that are leaving. It's it and it all it all changes. So we've had I I don't know the the sheer numbers of it, but I, I think we've probably had between chapters that have split and created new chapters and everything, there have probably been 20 new chapters just in the last two years. Chapters that I don't even know exist. Like the other day I heard of a chapter, I might not say what it was, but I was like, what? who is that? You know, where the fuck are these? I'm not on the board anymore, so I don't, you know, I'm not. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, why did they make a bigger deal about this? Like, when there's a new chapter, never mind, let me not get into that. No, 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 <laughs> I, I get it. But it's, it's but if, but for those guys, they, it's easy to, it's easy to turn around and be like, okay, we're here. We're putting our feet on the ground. We're a new chapter. We want to make a difference. And then you look at the Chicago's, the Miami's that, you know, the ones that have been around for so long and it's easy to sit back and go that we want to do that now. Let's, let's go and not recognize all of the shit sandwiches you guys had to eat. Like you say beforehand, you don't see all that. It's it's like the it's like that that picture of of uh you know the the huge iceberg. All you see is that stuff that's above the water, but you don't see all that crap that's down below water that's going to sink you. BP, we started with sixteen original members. Out of those sixteen, there's three of us left. Hmm. We've had over a hundred members come through. We're at forty three right now. Guys are going to go. Guys are going to come. You got to be okay with cutting out your own blood brother if he's not part of what it is and be okay with it. I'm still friends with guys I've kicked out of this club. Yeah. But they understand that, hey, man, you're not built for what it is we want to do. And that's okay, dog. That's why I don't recruit. That's why I don't scout. Anybody that's been a part of this club has come to us and said, hey, man, I want to be a part of this. And we're like, hey, man, okay, Here's the list of things we require from you. Here's our bylaws. If you sign on this dotted line, understand you wanted this. We didn't come asking you. And that's why when when we kick you out, we're like, hey, man, you said you were going to do this and you didn't. And that's okay, bro. But keep it moving. We'll be all right. We'll find another person. And even if it's just three of us at the end of this doing this, it's still going to keep going. Yeah. Well, and that, that you talk about the we we're talking about the membership and the ups and downs and the guys leaving and coming. It, it kind of brings me to something else too. Um, and we several episodes ago, I talked here on the on the show about uh, burnout, and the topic evolved into not only burnout from guys that have been around waiting for something to happen within their chapter, um, you know, the guys that aren't in official leadership capacities. Um, waiting, just waiting for something to happen, not realizing that they themselves could help be that that thing. But f- there's 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 a 
it evolved into also the fact that we've had, and it's a surprise to a lot of people to realize this, but you have leaders uh, of chapters that have burnout as well. And it, there's a variety of factors that kick into that. But um, for, a, for a chapter that's kind of, that's been around, that's kind of struggling to find its own identity, um, do you have any, do you have any advice on, on where, what, what, what they can do for that? Um, and it, it, that may not be a very easy question to answer. Um, it is. It is. It is. Okay. The, the answer is don't be scared to fucking speak up. If you feel a certain fucking way, speak about it. And if they don't like it and they kick you out, then it wasn't for you. The problem with this brotherhood is that a lot of motherfuckers in here, man, I've had these conversations because they come to me because they know I'm that motherfucker that's always going to say shit the way I feel it. I'll say it to my brother's face. If I don't like the way something's going, I'll say it to your face. I'm not going to go telling somebody else, hey, man, you know, Fulano's doing this. I don't really like the way he's running shit. Now I'm going to be like, yo, Fulano, I don't like the way you're doing this shit, man. Like, what are you doing? And you should be able to do that shit in your chapter. If you don't like the way it's running, you have the right to hold your vote and get the guy out of there. If he's not pulling his weight, if he's not holding his own on what you guys, you first of all, you should have bylaws in place. If there's no bylaws in place, then you guys have no structure, then you're doing nothing. So let's start there. Now, if your captain's not upholding those, those bylaws and that and that that vision and that goal, then you have all the right to hold them to that fucking fire. It's really that simple. Because at the end of the day, we're not getting paid for this shit. So if they're not doing it the way you want to do it, why are you there? Speak up about it. If it gets fixed, cool. If it doesn't, then you keep it moving and you find something else to do with your life, bro. Can, can you even it, imagine... Can you imagine what it's like though for those guys that there there are some chapters out there, and we all know who we all know that who's you know some of them that are out there that don't even have whether they have bylaws or not they for sure don't have any type of election system set up. It's, they don't have a vision. Some of these guys don't even vision. These guys are and look, I get it. Some of these guys are just here to drink beer. Hmm. That's what you want to do. But that's not what we came here to do. It's not in, it's it's not what we talked about doing. It's not go join a beer drinking club. That's what you want to do, then go do that. And people will be like, oh, but that's not what I joined Beer the Villains for. It's it's literally in what we speak about. Yeah. I mean, I don't and again, I don't the main guy don't he talks about it sometimes, but he don't really do it. But it's not about him. It's about what the OGs created from the beginning. A lot of them aren't here because of that. Because we've fallen off. Because it became this, I want to get featured shit on a fucking page. Like, I hope at this point you guys understand that Instagram don't mean, I like on Instagram don't mean shit. Hmm. It don't mean goddamn. It It literally has done nothing for your life. If you think that an Instagram like has changed your life, then my man, you got to restructure your whole damn life. What's really done something and impacted something is the shit that we've done in our community. That's what should be driving you to be a villain. And if they're not doing that in your city, either fucking raise hell and have a revolution or go do something else, bro. We only got one life to live. Don't waste it on 
what you want to do in your head, but you don't fucking do it in real life. If you don't like what's going on in your city and in your chapter, speak up about it and don't be a fucking pussy. Yeah. That's my, that's the way I got to put it to you. Yeah, and I've had and I've had conversations too with with guys that that are in those. I've had because I'm not I'm not one and I mean I'm not one that's going to call out another chapter for what they do because that's not my business. But we all hear you know when there's I mean if you have a voice they come to me you know that's what I say people will reach out to you and you hear some of the struggles that happen and and I've had those conversations with guys before that have said you know. Uh, we don't have elections. There's no there's no structure to this thing. What am I supposed to do? How are we ever supposed to get anywhere or grow when there's no elections? We don't have a way of fixing that problem. And I just I've turned to them and said something similar that would probably be something what you who says that you have to wait around to be told what to do? Find a way. Mars will be the first one to tell you, man. When when all that bullshit was going on in Argentina, they came to me and we figured it out. Yeah. You know, ours helped me out with that too. It's, I've never touched, I've never seen Argentina in real life. Like, that doesn't mean that I can't make an impact there. Right. If, if it means that much to me, I'm going to find a way. If it means that much to you and your city, you're going to find a way. You know, I've, I've done it in, in, in Argentina, I've done it in Peru, I've done it in, in all these other countries that I've never stepped foot in. But I know what the vision is. And if they come to me and tell me, man, I, I want that for us, I'm like, okay, let's figure it out. Let's let's figure it out. But understand you're gonna have to fight tooth and nail for this shit and probably not be liked for a little bit. And if there's anybody that's okay with not being liked, it's this guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you just you just maybe you just reminded me of another question to ask, that I wanted to ask you about. Um, is you've been, I mean, seeing what you've seen. Outside, you just—I mean, even going outside of um, outside of Miami, um, can you talk for a second about what you have what you what you have experienced within the Brotherhood um, when you travel internationally, and what the difference is when you go to other other places? Um, what that's like to see, because it, it means different things in different parts of the world, and you see that. Um, but what what sticks out in your memory as far as like really meaningful things that you've you've witnessed? So, coming from where we come from down in Miami, um, no chapters run this way. It isn't, um, and sometimes I gotta kind of step back and be like, no, you know, you can't force this upon people. You can't expect them to do what we do because. I don't do it in a malicious way. I don't. And I know sometimes it comes off that way. Um, but it's just that ambition to want more, to want like, hey, man, you guys, really, is this what you're doing? Like, what are we doing here? And I'm wrong for that. I'll tell you right now that I'm wrong for that. Um, the differences that I've seen is, you know, there's chapters that are very laid back that don't really care about it. There's chapters that want to do so much up here, but they don't put it out there um and and then when i went to europe europe is they're hard working man um like belgium belgium is such a hard working chapter man i have so much respect for them but they're also very easygoing people over there <laughs> like over here we're we're added and added and added and over there they're very much like hey man relax we're gonna figure this out um so it's just cultures man 
cultures and and if there's any city in the world that's so different it's miami because we have so many different people over here you know i, I got brazilians puerto ricans cubans you know americans all tied up in one little chapter and then we'll go to like a dirty south meet in louisiana and then i'll meet chapters from alabama and this and that and i'm like how different it is and and it's it's great to see you know um but it's also where you see how there's just different perspectives on stuff man and you got to respect it at the end of the day you got to respect it people are going to do it their own way um but the one thing that i can say and and that and that i'm very humbled and honored by is that guys always come up to me and tell me man we want to do what you guys do and my response is always do you Because what I'm about to tell you, you might not want to do. It's a lot, lot of those shit sandwiches that I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 humbling. It's humbling and it's made me want more. It's made our guys want more. I'll never forget when we got down in Amsterdam. Um, and, it's, and it's a moment that changed my life forever. As soon as we got down in Amsterdam, we had a whole city block screaming 305. And that to me was just like mind blowing when I have my brothers from, you know, Amsterdam, uh, Germany, you know, all these chapters, Denmark, screaming our name like, okay, I guess we're doing something right. Um, but it's also, it goes back to what we were talking at the beginning. It's one of those things where I'm fucking scared as shit to fail these guys, man. Yeah. Like, I don't want to fuck up. I don't want to be that guy that people believed in and didn't do what he was supposed to do. So it's 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 life changing, man. For those guys that don't travel, travel, man. It'll change. It'll change your perspective on the brotherhood. It'll make you be more patient with it. It'll make you be more understanding with it, and it'll make you love it more, man. Because I can tell you right now, there's guys out of this brotherhood in Europe that I still have contact with. Um, and that's the beautiful thing about this, you know what I'm saying? Like that we can still have that contact. I have friends that touched down and I have a guy that just went new, one of my newest members touched down in England, touched down in Amsterdam and they took care of him like he was me. And that to me is so humbling. And, and like, I, I, I'm forever indebted to those chapters because that's exactly what we would do if they came to us. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. I'm, I, you know, he's saying that I, I got a huge smile on my face because I'm, I'm really stoked that I have my first uh, international, I mean, overseas international. I've, I've been, I went to Canada last year, so I, I guess that's technically no, it is. <laughs> international. But, um, <laughs> but I actually have to get on a plane and go across the pond uh, at the end of next month. Um, I'm actually going to be going over to England for the first time. So, um, they're such awesome people. Yeah, All England. They're very passionate about it. Um, and, and it's, I love them, man. If there's, if there's, I mean, I, I love all my Europe guys, but man, you, the, the English guys are just like, so like passionate. It's, it's dope. I love it, man. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. Cause I have noticed some differences uh, and I don't want to spend a whole lot of time on that tonight, but I have noticed some differences in the way that they approach, uh, bearded villains as far as what they want to personally, it seems like, uh, what they get out of it different from what some of the guys here in the States, uh, get out of it. But, um, and that's, that goes back to kind of the, the why and what, it, what, it, what's important with each guy. Um, but I did want to get into a couple questions. I know that people have been asking and 
<laughs> some of these, I, I think sometimes some of these guys are trying to get me in trouble. Uh, <laughs> but, oh boy, who will be? Get out of here. Uh, yeah. Here, well, man. Mars has been yelling at me the entire time. I started asking him some tough questions, and I, I, I didn't know that I was asking you a whole bunch of easy ones so far. But uh, <laughs> so uh, I know one thing here. I've got some uh, up on a slide that were the ones that were re- that were submitted earlier in the week uh, for us. But one thing that um, Mars wanted me to ask uh, right away was, and you can take this as positive a spin as you can. Uh, Danny, what do you see wrong with bearded villains? He says, ask him this. And I, I know that's a, that's a <laughs> rabbit hole that you could go down of about 15 different ways. I'm very political about it. Um, just cause you don't want to get in trouble BP. Right. Well, <laughs> and, 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 but, but I think when we, when we start talking about stuff like this, um, it's, it's important to realize that there are some people, and this is, this is where I think uh, there's that. Sometimes people say that you're trying to you're you're not you, but anybody who's talking about these kind of things are walking a fine line of they don't want to get in trouble or whatever. And it's not so much that. It's I have a respect for people's individual journey within BV, and yeah. I know that when somebody when when a guy comes in first, you know they're brand new. And they end up, even before they get a villain patch or whatever it is, however you structure things and however you know you, you run things within the chapter and whatnot, even before that, um, they, they don't have any preconceived notions. And it's not my place, I don't think, uh, to completely scuttle that. Um, I want people to, I will give them guide, you know, I'll give them advice, but you want people to find their way. And everybody does, um, but so so that's where I say sometimes people say you're you're walking. A f- I'm sorry. There should be a standard. Yes. Yeah, I believe I do. I do 100 agree with that. But so so if we're talking about that, we're bringing back Mars' question here. Uh, <laughs> and, and the the what do you see wrong with BV? Um, try to take that on a positive spin. I, so. What I see wrong with, with, with bearded villains right now is um, a lot of guys don't want to speak up. I'm going to go back to what we were talking about, right? Mm. Every time I post, when I post, the reason why I didn't keep posting it every week was because I started getting bothered by the fact that you're willing to post this as a private comment. But when I when I went off in the captain's chat, it was crickets. So what are you guys scared of? Getting kicked out of a chat? I, I don't understand. <laughs> A chat? I don't even go in that chat like that. Like, does a chat really... Maybe it does mean that much to somebody that you don't want to get kicked out of a chat. But at the end of the day, if you see something wrong with what's going on and you're not speaking up, you're the problem. The problem already lies in what you don't think is right, right? But the problem is you not speaking about it. So I think that our guys need to understand that this has become so much bigger than what any of us thought it was going to be. Mm. And we need to grab it by the horns and fucking man up and take hold of our brotherhood. Because this is ours. It doesn't belong to Buddy over there. You know, that, that the merchandise belongs to him, and that's fine. That, that can be his all day. But this brotherhood is ours. We put in the blood, sweat, and tears. 
we ate the shit sandwiches. Hmm. And we should be okay with fighting for it when it's not right and making the changes that we need to make to better it. Because at the end of the day, we're doing this for our community. I'm not in Indiana, BP, just like you're not in Miami. Mm. You got to do what's right for Indiana, right? I got to do what's right for Miami. And that's the way everybody needs to treat it. Still holding the standard, going back to what we were talking about. It should be a standard. But at the end of the day, we got to understand that there is no captains. We're all presidents of organizations. We all got 501Cs at this point. There's no 501C with a captain. You don't walk in to a corporate company like Harley-Davidson or Wall and introduce yourself as a captain. You introduce yourself as the president of your, of your organization. And people need to take this responsibility of leadership and become exactly that, a leader. You need to be grabbing your men and making them better men, making them better members to make your club better. Because if you don't have, if you guys aren't growing, you're not gonna be able to accomplish the goals that you want. So then at this point, you're at a standstill. So it's not that there's something wrong with the brotherhood per se. It's just the people that see that are looking at the people that aren't growing. Mm. And the people that have grown have just detached themselves from the chats and the features on 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 von knox's page and because it's not about that anymore it's not when's the last time you saw miami on the beard of villains page <laughs> i don't even remember okay we're still the most impactful chapter and i don't mean that to say like oh we're the best no i'm not saying that but we are the most impactful chapter in our city nobody's doing in their city what we're doing in our city like i'm working directly with a hospital to grant wishes to kids that's what we're doing in miami yeah we're not giving the money to the hospital no we're saying hey send on over the kids we're gonna pay for the disney trip we're gonna pay for uh, the the sweet 15s top to bottom we're gonna take them on shopping sprees we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna buy them golf carts that's what we're doing and that's what everybody should be looking to do that's where we're at. And if you're looking at the guy complaining about not getting a digital patch, we're eight years in, man, and you're worried about your scouts patch? Like, by all means, I get it means something. I'm not trying to take it away. Like you said, I'm not trying to take away that journey from you, my man. But where, where, where are we growing? Mm -hmm. We can't continue to collect digital make-believe patches for the next 10 years. It can't be like, your what? why. Yeah. Like, what's your purpose in this, at this yeah. point, bro? We're about to be 10 years in, and, and what, you're trying to get a bomb? Have mine. Yeah. Not having it, not having it is in, in the timely fashion that you're worried about isn't going to prevent you from being able to impact your community absolutely, in a better way. Absolutely dick for me, bro. Like, I'm not worried about it. I'm not. There's guys in my chapter that have never even gotten their villain patch, bro. Never. No digital patches. Four years in. Mm. I'm not worried about that. I'm not. And that's the problem. Y'all are worried about a digital world. And that's what the problem is with BB Ryan. I heard a lot of feelings on that one. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> there you go, Mars. There you go, Mars. Hopefully he answered that one well for you. He went he went pretty deep on that one, I think. So uh very well said though. Uh and it is. It's sometimes it's it's like there's two paths and there's that one path that's kind of veers off to the side of it's it's where you start to look at the pretty roses and the pretty flowers and stuff. It's the stuff that really doesn't make it that's not part of your path. It's you start looking at all this other junk over here. Ooh, the pre- oh, it's like squirrel. And you yeah, you forget, you forget for a second, you forget for a second, while you're looking at all the shiny stuff over here. Where's your path? And stuff exists so that you don't become as big as we became. Because then, guess what happens if that too, if too many of us exist? Then somebody's not too happy about that, because now they're not the center of attention. And that's just the reality of it, bro. Yeah. Okay, Mars. Mars keeps asking questions. I'm going to put him on hold for a minute. <laughs> he says he's not done peeling the onion yet. <laughs> um, I because I know there were there were some other questions that I had too. Uh, he says peel away, so I'll, I'll save his comment uh, uh, for for a few seconds now. Um, <laughs> all right, so I want to get into a couple of these here that were brought up. Um, let me switch back over here to this guy first. There we go, and let's see what this question is. Uh, these are some of the ones that came in. What has been uh, the hardest part of running a nonprofit organization? Um, learning the ins and outs. We've been blessed with uh, our newest, one of our newest members. I say newest, but he's been in this about a year and a half. We haven't let any new guys really in in the last year. Uh, with with one of our brothers, Rudy, who actually works hand in hand. He's, he he runs a nonprofit. Um, so we're, I, I'm about to uh, start learning how to, well, not me. Um, we're going to learn about grants, and then the club will probably pay for somebody to go to school to learn how to write grants. Mm. That's the goal, um, to be able to do bigger things. Um, and it's learning. It's learning that. It's learning that there's so much of a bigger world out there in this 501C than just selling a T-shirt and a patch and collecting a couple of hundred dollars. There's writing grants and getting thousands of dollars to build facilities and, and you know, run actual, you know, events. And those that's what we're digging into right now. So if you ask me what's the hardest part, what we're about to dive into is probably going to be the hardest part. Do you, and it's just a side question I just thought of, um, and it's maybe something that some chapters are struggling with, the, the question of, um, because the 501c3 is a, is a new thing for many people. Um, do you guys do you guys have somebody in house that handles your when it comes time for the April tax, tax stuff, or do you do you send it out? No, we uh, well, big shout out to our brother John um, Bearded Superman. He takes care of all that nonprofit stuff, and and he's so passionate about it. And if I dare try to jump in on it, he'll punch me dead in the face. That's good. <laughs> he, Baby, you know, and 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 I ha- if you look at our nonprofit paperwork, he's head of Bearded Villains, man. Um, and I have no problem with letting that be because that's his baby, and he's put in all the work, and I've let him do so because um, that's his purpose. Yeah, and I would never, my brother. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's just something I had to ask because I knew people would. It, it might end up being a question that pops up oh, after the fact for sure. Uh, out of uh, scars on, on that one, we've, we've made some mistakes. 
<laughs> and I think, yeah, and it's it's almost like the government wants you to. Uh, <laughs> they make things so dif- so difficult. Yeah, yeah, they did. Okay, another one that's uh, I'm sure going to light up the boards a little bit here. Uh, what did it mean to you to be a part of the BV board? Now, this could be back in the day versus your feelings toward it now. Uh, I don't know what, exactly where this was left, what, what the meaning behind this was. <laughs> and if you want to say not worthy of answering that question, you can do that too. It was probably one of the biggest wastes of time I've ever had in my life. Okay. Sorry. And I don't mean that in a bad way. It's, you know what? Being on the board helped me help Mars with Argentina. It helped me help uh, Chicago make sure they get their damn world meat that they were trying to take away from them. So I guess being in that room helped me save a lot of brothers that they were trying to shit on. So I'm okay with that. Okay. But as far as that goes, it's just a bunch of guys throwing shit at the wall that was never sticking. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh Next up, I think you can guess where this one came from. Uh, and I've only got a couple more of the official ones here. Uh, how is travel and charity work in Morocco? Life changing, man. Life changing. Uh, Said will forever be one of my biggest mentors in life. Um, he changed my life, man. He opened up my eyes to, uh, to the other side of the world. I got to Morocco and people knew my name. Um, when I got down to do charity, I had people crying because they already knew my story. Uh, when we were handing out soap and, 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 and all this stuff to them. And <laughs> I mean, I, I got a little emotional about it because um, honestly, it's um, Saeed has been such a blessing to this brotherhood. Mm-hmm. I don't think people understand what Saeed has done. Um, and it pisses me off a lot because he, 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 he supports Fred so much. And I don't think Fred understands what, what Saeed is, even though he's recognized him and done all of this stuff. Saeed is, is, is a gift to this brotherhood. And we will never be able to repay that man for everything he's done. No. He is one of the most beautiful human beings I've ever met in my life. And I can tell you this right now, we've had nights out where we're shit-faced drunk and I'm almost, and he's wanted to fight me. <laughs> but that's brother shit, man, you know? Yeah. It's, it's, we've had our fucking fun. We've ran the streets, but we've also changed so many people's lives together. Um, and more importantly, he's changed mine, man. Saeed will forever be one of the biggest impacts in my life, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, I I don't even I I struggle with even words uh, for the man. Um, I just uh, I choked I've, up right now. <laughs> yeah, I've had some I've had some incredible conversations with him, and I know that he's invited me to come out. And um, I, I unfortunately yeah. I I haven't I've, had haven't been able to get over there. And he means that shit. Like you go to Morocco, and he will treat you like you are the king of Indiana. <laughs> like roses at your feet, my man. Like I, it's, it's amazing, man. Yeah. It, it truly. Is. One day, soon, hopefully, sooner than later. Now that I finally have my passport, yeah, <laughs> that's that was the first roadblock for sure. All right, uh, let's see what else. 
Um, this one, this one kind of goes to uh, something Mars said a little bit earlier. Uh, what changes would you bring to the brotherhood as a whole, or what changes would you like to see? I think I think you touched on a little bit of it with the yeah, forget the I, forget I, the whole I, digital I, world. Yeah, I think guys just need to take hold of their of their chapter and roam with it, and not look for some guy in LA that sells shirts to tell them what to do. That's the guy look at. It. All right. And the last one I've got on here, uh, I think you can assume this came from one of your guys. Uh, what changes would you like to see in the near future in BV305? And this I'm may. Not, I'm not airing out my dirty laundry because I will never do that. <laughs> uh, but I, I will say uh, I want my guy stepping up. And I'll never, I'll never stop pushing them to be better, even myself. I want more. I want more for myself, and I want more from my brothers. And I will always want that. I don't care how 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 much of the top of the mountain we're at. We need to find another mountain to climb. Then. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. All right. So I know we're going to be wrapping up here in a second, but I got to go back to uh, what I what I said. I say I told told you I say when we're talking about peeling Mars's onion here. Uh, <laughs> He said, he said that he referred to that guy. He said, uh, should that guy be involved in our chapter decisions or development? No, No. I don't even think that guy exists about that. I don't even acknowledge him. Yeah. And I think you spoke to that too earlier. I I think Mars is just trying to get a rise out of somebody there with that question. Because I think you already spoke to it saying that guys need to take hold of and take ownership of their chapter you this much right now our name is our name and i could put our name on anything i want and he could do absolutely nothing because i got real paperwork to back it up because i got i got lawyers that work pro bono for us at this point because that's where we're at as, as a non-profit so and that's what guys need to do they need to they need a lawyer up they need to make sure that all their fucking t's are crossed and their eyes are dotted and you'll be fine well let them sh- Hey, man, by all means, bro, sell your shirts and pay for your little challenger. I got no problem with that, bro. What, what's that I, saying? You, you, you need to be able to have FU money, right? <laughs> I promise you, he don't. <laughs> well, I, I'm, 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 ex- I'm, I'm hoping here uh, that, that some guys are going to be able to look back on this, uh, this conversation and see uh, a lot of positivity as far as what they can do. I, I, you know, I'm not going to tell you to do it. I'm not going to ask you to do it, but I'm sure you'll probably get a, a, a person or two reaching out that's been listening to this either in the coming weeks or tonight, asking you to write up a, a manual, a how-to manual to, to do those stepping stone work. Um, they're always open. Just don't come to me asking me questions if you're not willing to put in the motherfucking work. Because yeah. I'll help you at the beginning, but once I see you not doing shit, I will stop opening your DMs. I, I don't even open people's DMs that I like because I don't see them. So if I'm making the effort to look for your shit to help you and I see that you're not doing it, I'm cutting you off, man. I got to worry about my mom, my dad, my nephews, my club. my my. I got a lot of shit on my plate. So if I'm giving you my time, trust me, it's more important than money. Respect it. Respect it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Danny, man, I can't thank you enough. Um, it's I love I love just sitting talking with you and um, I it, it 
It pisses me off that I can't make it down to Miami this year. Uh, <sighs> I know the, the timing. <laughs> the timing was bad. Uh, I've got there's there's three or four things this year that um, I tr- I made almost everything I possibly wanted last year, but my son's my old my uh, youngest son's senior year, my oldest daughter's graduating college, so we've got a whole bunch of kids, bro. <laughs> yeah. That, man. I got a whole bunch of stuff. So uh unfortunately there's some stuff that stuff lining up with bad bad weeks for, for some cool events that I'm gonna miss out on this year. But um oh, good. you know what? The way I look at it is this. I don't have We're to gonna, I don't have to have a DSV to come down to Miami. So we throw parties here every weekend. That's right. <laughs> well before I get you off, uh that didn't sound good. Before I get <laughs> before I let you go, uh, uh damn, damn. Uh <laughs> Before I let you go, can you talk for a second about? I want to give you a second to talk about DSV uh, coming up. Uh, you can give a quick shout out to anybody that's still up in the air trying to figure out what they're going to do. Uh, give everybody the lowdown on what's going on with DSV. Any kind of surprises you want to you want to give a shout out about? Hey, DSV is going to be one of the biggest events ever done in BV history. Um, if you've been down to Miami, you know we do it big. We got wall coming down, free beer trims. For every beer trim we do, we get $100 towards our foundation. Um, so we're trying to get as much money out there. We're going to drop our new beer called The Villain. Uh, it's going to be on tap year-round, but y'all are going to taste it for the first time. We'll be at the Lagoon on Saturday, beer competition at Unbranded on Friday. It's going to be a big-ass party, man. Don't miss out. We're going to take care of everything. You come down here, we'll drive you to the Lagoon. We'll drive you back. It's all taken care of. Come down here and party, man. Nobody throws events like Miami. I can't tell you that anymore. And that's no no bash to anybody else that throws events. But it's just we take this very serious. And we just want to show y'all a great time. We want y'all to get away from where y'all at. Come down here to paradise and have a good-ass time. Love it. Love it. You know, uh, that lagoon, pretty special. Pretty special that you guys have that, uh, that you guys can give that to everybody to see and yeah, be a part a little, of little, A little piece of paradise. Uh, you know what? I was just thinking, um, talking beer as I was drinking on mine here, uh, your, the, the villain beer that you guys are having made, uh, it's going to be a year round beer. Do mm-hmm. you, do you know if by chance, uh, the brewery, has the ability where people can buy online? Uh, I, I got you. They can't do it that way. I don't think they can. Okay. I don't think you can ship alcohol um, beyond state borders, but I got you, BB. <laughs> well, I, I, I was just thinking, I mean, obviously I'd love some, but I, I would love to be able to, uh, if, if there was a way that people could do that, if they can't go. Try to figure that out. I don't know if it's possible. We'll make it happen. Yeah. I just think that would be. I know they can do it with with, with liquor, but um, you know that you can buy buy liquor from a distillery online. Uh, but yeah. it would be really cool if you had if that if there was the ability to do that too. That guys could be like, oh, I can't make DSV, but I can buy a case of that. Uh, yeah, that'd be great. Let me figure that out. I'll, I'll, I'll get Ray on that. Actually, I'll get Vinny on that this week, and we'll figure it out. Okay, and then lastly, because uh, I know that you guys are working that all the the funds raised from this going to a villain's wish, right? Sure. Um, what do you guys have merch uh, that's going to be a, that's I can't remember if you already popped off merch for it uh, if it's available uh, right now. VIP bags will be going up um, next week, early next week, 
it'll be a cup, uh, it'll be a lanyard, and it'll be a hand towel, a dope shirt, a patch, and some stickers. Um, and then if you know, we'll have them all sold individually um, for those of you that want it. And uh, and we're also and we'll also those jerseys that you that everybody's been asking about the black jerseys that we're always wearing, mm-hmm. we're coming revamped version of those jerseys as well at DSV and they'll be available the same day DSV um, the same day as DSV they'll go live online wow alright hell yeah uh, you got big boy sizes on theirs big boy sizes on deck <laughs> I'm I'm slimming down but I, I'm still technically a big boy size I'm down 30 pounds but I'm still I'm still I'm still a big boy size I got you alright Danny, thanks so much, man, for taking some time out. I know your time's important, uh, but we've been on for over an hour, and I appreciate you so much. So uh, love you. Thanks for all you do, uh, for not only for villains, but uh, your willingness to to take some time out tonight to talk to it, your willingness to open up your doors and your phone lines for guys to reach out. And uh, I can't wait to see what you guys do this year down in Miami, man. Number love, man. All see right. Boy later. All right. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir. All right. That was Danny. Guys, I'm excited. Um, Big, big things going on down there in Miami. I hope that you guys got something out of that. If you're here live uh, watching, I hope that you guys got something out of that that you can take home. Um, There were a lot, my opinion anyway, um, a lot of big, big, big news nuggets there. Um, There were some bombs, definite truth bombs that he always throws out, but um, there, there were some really solid, solid nuggets of information that are in there that I hope, I hope guys are able to take back and use them. And we, I, I, I hope that guys can see the work and if they want to be able to have the successes and be able to impact your community in such a way I hope people are are able to recognize the work, the little little baby steps that are necessary in order to do the bigger things. Because those baby steps, those those stepping stones as he talked about, those aren't the fun steps. As he says, you're going to have to eat a whole lot of shit sandwiches. And unfortunately, those aren't the fun ones, those aren't the fun things, and those aren't the times where you're super happy and you don't feel like it's your t- your wait your time wasted. So I'm hoping that guys can see that and are willing to um, do that work, do that work. And uh, we, we, you guys know, we live in a time where it's so much easier to complain than do the work. It's so much easier to uh, bitch and moan about why something's not working for you and why you can't. But you have to be willing to take that step. Take all those steps Take all those baby steps in order to do that. So uh, thanks again, Danny. I appreciate your time. Uh, Hopefully guys got a whole bunch of really good stuff out of that. All right. So next up, I don't know if I even have any music available for this because it's been, I'm out of order. I'm out of order still. I still haven't figured out a a fancy way of doing stuff Um, as far as, you know, getting stuff going. So I'm just going to, See what kind of music I got here on my my board that's readily available to me. Um, I do have a couple things that I wanted to throw out merch wise 
just a couple. Um, only because they were the two that were the most recent on my phone because <laughs> I've been off for a couple weeks. So um, I got to give a shout out here to a couple of merch items. First up, first up, all the way from up north in Lake Shore. Lakeshore Villains, available at www.lakeshorevillains.com. They have a slew of new merch coming in for their spring and summer months. They say the spring and summer is coming, which means new Lakeshore Villains items. They are available Saturday, this Saturday, April 1st at noon. This Saturday at noon. Lakeshorevillains.com is where you can go. They got shirts. They got poker, ceramic poker chips, looks like. Tank tops. Uh, I can't even. Uh, socks. I got it all. Go grab some. And then next up, we've got uh, last up, actually, uh, Bearded Villains Wales. Bearded Villains Wales. They have their Beardif 2023 merch shirts out. Pre-sale April 20th. Pre-sale until April 20th. 15 pounds for these bad boys. Bearded Villains Wales is where you're going to go. Okay, guys, that's what I got on tap right now. Merch. If you got other merch, uh, give me a shout, and I'll see what I can do to get it out there into the world. Get you guys some more money. Guys, I want to thank you guys so much for being here live. We had a little bit of a longer show tonight, but I think it was well worth it. You know what that music means? It's going to wrap up episode 171 of The Heart of a Villain. Thanks so much for being here. The most important words I say every week, guys, when I do it, remember, it's okay not to be okay. If you are hurting, please find a brother to talk to. Remember, it's okay not to be okay. So, guys, for now, have a great week. I'm going to be in Florida next week. Uh, so stay tuned maybe a show maybe not Uh, probably not but I'll talk to you guys soon until then take care stay safe